0: What's up, everybody? It's your boy Theo Pinson here with another episode of Run Your Race with my boy, AJ Richardson. And we have someone here today, again. And y'all will see him more frequently now, because we are now starting to just bring y'all more relevant uh, today topics, and we want to keep continuing to give y'all more content. And I think it's one of the things that uh, we've been thinking about for a while and very excited to do, um, just we just want to stay up to date and we we think that's the next step in the running race pod uh so we have officially brought Justin Jackson on uh he would be y'all would be seeing Justin a lot more now uh we be talking about weekly different things that's going on in NBA NFL with the Super Bowl and stuff coming up and trying to trying to just stay up to date and also shout out to Prize Picks man y'all have been unbelievable uh we can't thank y'all enough for the support uh keep supporting us on uh Prize Picks um Use promo code RACE, it helps us out tremendously, so keep that going, and we appreciate all the love. But Justin, man, first of all, thank you for uh, helping me out, helping run your race out with this. Uh, we think it'll be, and as soon as we start talking about it, first person we all thought about was you, because you have great insight. Uh, you're seven, right? You're seven. You're seven, seven in the league. Uh, you you know this game of basketball, and you're very uh, high IQ, and it's something that we think you'd be good at, and you've you voiced to me that you would be interested in. So I appreciate you coming on. Of course, bro. I, I um,
1: you know, we've talked about it a lot, obviously, before mm-hmm. this podcast. But uh,
0: and you got your own podcast that you start. going. I, I do. I do
1: <laughs> shooting it straight inside yep. <laughs> Carolina. <laughs> but no, man, I, I appreciate. Um, obviously, like I've told you before, bro. I love the concept that y'all have built up, mm-hmm. the foundation that y'all have built up with this Run Your Race podcast and. Um, you know, obviously we go back pretty far. So kind of the, you know, with AJ being, you know, on the road a ton and, you know, the history that we have and now obviously playing on the same team and mm-hmm. knowing the game of basketball, knowing things, you know, even just topics outside of basketball and how we can kind of go off each other, bro. I think yeah.
0: it's a great opportunity, but I appreciate appreciate y'all bringing me, bro. For sure. And just to let everybody know, we're still doing the interviews and the podcast with guests and stuff like that. This is just to give y'all a little bit more insight on how we feel and what we think on stuff that's going on in the league and going from there. But, I mean, let's just address the elephant in the room. Dudes are getting to the Baja. I mean, we are, guys, putting up 73. My boy LD put up 73. MB put up 70. Book put up 62. Book put up what he put up 49 50 something like that uh, uh in Dallas uh i mean it's throughout the league bro like oh cat put up 64 i mean dudes are putting the ball in the basket at a high rate at a high clip bro luka missed eight shots the whole night it's it's scary it's scary do you there there's a there's a question going around right now do you believe somebody will score 100 points
1: I, I don't see 100 points happening, me personally. Mm-hmm. I think when you see a game like Luca had, I think with how dominant he is with the ball, how he has the ball all the time, I think that's the only way that you will see somebody truly score the ball like that. Mm-hmm. But you got to think, bro, that's 27 more points. Yeah. <laughs> And he only missed eight shots. Yeah. And he played what 45 minutes? You gotta have overtime. It has to be overtime.
0: Yeah. Not in
1: regulation. But I mean, 73, you might as well. (laughs) 73, you might as well put that right next to it. And I think that Kobe scored
2: 81. Yeah. Like.
0: Did that game go into overtime?
2: That's different. Different. Oh my God.
0: That's crazy, bro. Like and Embiid, Embiid 70 was so dominant. And it was easy. How many threes did he hit? You know how? Huh? I
1: don't know, I have
0: no idea. I mean, it's. I think I'll pull it up, though. Yeah, how dominant he is on both ends of the court. Because he defends, too. He does. He, he, he's one of those guys where if he catches it, I feel like you just got to go double, though he passes the ball. That's what I'm starting to wonder though. Like, I, the, I'm i going to tell you why I don't think nobody will get 100. I think guys have too much pride. 73 is <laughs> one thing. We've saw somebody get 81 before, right? So, cool. 100 points, I'm fouling out. You have to. Like, at some point, you got to be like, all right, listen, I don't care if someone else scores easy layups. You only get 1 3. <laughs> <laughs> One three with seventy yeah, points, free
1: throws, but he averages like ten or eleven free throws a game. That's, I mean, twenty free throws is a lot of free throws, but it's not like it's. Wait a minute, absolutely. He nothing.
0: hit one three and got seven three. He could get eighty easy. Yeah, yeah. He could now,
1: get- now let's also. I think he's going to be a unbelievable talent in the league. Mm. But let's also look at who the matchup was, though. Was, oh yeah, yeah. That yeah. was the game that was against the first, Wimby. Yeah,
0: yeah. His first game, and then it was against a,
1: whoever else the backups were. So yeah, matchups a, are key, as well. That's a
0: true testament of welcome to the NBA. Yes,
1: like, if he says that there's
0: any other welcome, if we to the bring NBA Wimby story, on the pod, and Wimby, we need you on the pod. We know you're a really welcome to the NBA moment. I, I, I will say it. You won't have to tell me shit. Cause damn, seventy to the dome is tough. I got to go home to my kids. I couldn't let it happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm fouling out. As soon as he gets. The- <laughs> but I, I don't understand, though.
1: Like, Joe, Embiid, people don't understand how big he is. Yeah, he's, right? a,
0: he's a huge human, human being. But
1: he's also super talented. Skilled. So his, like, that hole is basically unguardable. Mm-hmm. Luca, were they not, like, just doubling him and saying, hey, look, once you hit 50, If Josh Green, Grant Williams, Derrick Jones, if they have wide open Mm -hmm. shots, then we have to live with it. He started
0: splitting the, 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 the traps. He started racing them. And then I was like, there was one clip I saw. He went right on the baseline, spun, and hit a fadeaway out of bounds. And I'm like, the hell? What's going on here? Now he's just. Just, he's, out. he's just playing around. He's toying point. with him. Now, I did see something Stephen A. said. Uh, he said, it's a shame for the Atlanta Hawks uh, for what happened. Why can't we just appreciate greatness? You still got to put up 73. You still have, have to only th- miss eight shots. Like there, there's, there's a point in time where you're like, yeah, maybe they could have done a little more, but at the same time – you have to do that. Mm-hmm. You have to make the shot. You have to put the ball in the basket. So that that part of like, oh, it wasn't that impressive because the Atlanta Hawks they were so shitty. I'm like, what? 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 What do you mean? You you're telling me Dejounte Murray wasn't out there really trying to guard him? You you act like they wanted him. They were trying to win the game. Yeah. You see know what I'm saying? So like it wasn't like they just they're tanking and they're not trying to play. You see what I'm saying? Like that comment kind of. My, blew me
1: a little bit. My biggest issue with media nowadays is everything that people say and do are just for clicks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, we're going to sit here. Are there, do I believe there are some people in the NBA that maybe shouldn't be and some people that aren't that should be? Yes. Mm-hmm. Like that's, just, that's just facts. But at the end of the day, these guys are, especially guys that were playing. Yeah. I mean, Trey was playing. DeJounte was playing. These guys are NBA Mm-hmm. Like, really good basketball players. Like, all-stars. some of the best in They've the world. They've both been all stars. So, we're not just going to sit here and say, oh, Atlanta sucks. They should have, there's no way that they should have gotten 70 scored on them. Yeah. Yada, yada. Okay. You know what? Yeah. Maybe there were some things they could have changed. Maybe mm-hmm. there were some different matchups or different schemes. But, bro, to miss eight shots mm-hmm. as a point guard. To hit eight threes out of thirteen, yeah. There's sometimes guys you just can't take out of the zone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? For and- sure.
0: And uh, one thing, just the whole to put all those great performances together, those have to be the hardest games because for exi- for uh, for instance, but Cat had 44 at halftime in the Minnesota game. Those are hard get because. Uh Anthony Edwards said it in an interview. He said, uh, we were trying to get Cat to 100. You know what I'm saying? Like, he wanted to see him score 100 points, but that's how it is. Like, when someone's rolling, you're like, let's keep feeding the ball, but then you're not really playing the right way at that point. You're just trying to see him go off, and then just like the Timberwolves did, they end up losing. You know what I'm saying? Because no one else has a rhythm. Mm-hmm. No one else is being aggressive because they're like, why would I shoot the ball if he's not missing? Exactly. You see what I'm saying? So that has to be a very hard dynamic to, to manage that and win the game, uh, focus on winning the game and doing that. Because at the end of the day, like, it's e- I would say it's easier for the Mavs than it is for a team like the Timberwolves. Because Luka sure. always has the ball. He always has the ball. You see what I'm saying? Like, that's normal. With Cat, Cat's a big. Mm-hmm. You got to – Give him the ball. You gotta like force feed him nice. to an extent to get where he wants to get and get the points he wants to get. So there's two different dynamics that goes into it, and at the end of the day, you're trying to win the game. But I, I feel like that's a tough way to tough way to go. Yeah. But next, we we really want to look at this All Star thing that All Star starters that came out. I have no problem with the West. Zero issue with the West. Luca, welcome, brother. I mean, knew you were gonna be one. Seventy three. Yeah. You made sure you, y'all thought y'all was tripping by voting for me in. Yeah. No, you're not. No, no. Um, Shay Gilsch Alexander. I'm sorry if I fucked your name up, but Shay, welcome, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, <laughs> you going crazy? You should have been the first one announced. Facts. As an All Star starter, um, Jokic, of course, Braun. They need to just go and name you and Giannis as captains when the damn season starts. Yeah, just every Stuff year. Stuff around. Yeah, yeah. right? I don't know why we do that. Um, so it was Shay, Luca, Katie, Braun, and, and Kevin Durant. Yep. Can't can't be mad about any of those. Yeah, can't be mad about any of those. There's one thing I would say. Anthony Davis is balling. He is hooping. And has been balling a consistent rate. hmm Is he doing what Jokic's doing? No. <laughs> is he doing <laughs> what KD doing?
2: Uh,
0: that's close. It's close. It's
2: close. But Phoenix is better than L.A. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Can't give him two. Yep. Okay. not Gotta be one. Exactly. Okay. Let's get to the East. Giannis, like I said, you're in the shit every year. Mm-hmm. Who was – shit, who else was in the damn – Tyrese Halliburton. You earned it. Yeah, You're yeah. balling. Yeah. You got that off the end season tournament shit, but you you kept playing. Um, JT. JT knew you was going to be a starter. Mm-hmm. You're balling. And who's the other big? Oh, duh. Embiid. He had 70 points. Yeah. Shit. Joel Embiid, welcome. Damian Lillard, Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. Baller. Mm-hmm. Dominant. Mm-hmm. You gotta count for him every time he's on the floor. Jalen <sighs> Brunson is my starter. Jalen Brunson is my starter. If that's the one, if there's one snub, I would say it's JB. I would switch those two. Yeah. I'm down.
1: I, I'm I'm on that wagon. I mean, we looked at we looked at stats once again. Damian Lillard is one of the best point guards. In the league. In the league. Ever to play. In the last 50 years, 100 years, however long you want to go, he's one of the best to, to be here. Uh-huh. But, averaging 25, which is unbelievable in the NBA, but on 42 from the field and 34 from three. Then you go to Jalen Brunson, who's averaging 26 on 48 and 42. Yeah, On a team that is low-key balling, they hooping. That's tough for me to
2: they not put JB as a starter. It's tough. What is – what is uh? let me see something. What is the
0: Knicks in the standings right now? They're four. They're three games – two games back from Milwaukee. So it's not like it's a big discrepancy there. It's not big. So – You gave Milwaukee two guys. I mean, I get it. I get it. But at the same time, I don't get it.
1: I guess this is where- Man,
0: he's in the New York media space.
1: He's in the market of New York. That's tough. Like, but I mean, it's it's name. You know, if you put Dame Lillard, if you have a random person, if you have Dame Lillard and Jalen Brunson- Everybody's gonna be able to say Damian Lillard, they know mm-hmm. who that is. But
0: then they end up, you heard it was like a it was a tie, and then it went to fan vote. Which is my which is my question to you. Mm-hmm. How important do you
1: think? Now I get All-Star is majority about the fans and the whole weekend yeah. and the money it brings in, all that stuff. I totally yeah. understand that. But how much do you feel like these, especially the starters, mm-hmm. should be fans? and media as opposed to, like, people in the league, players in the league, and, like, players that are or people that are really involved on a daily basis, coaches, yeah.
0: players. I personally would say coaches and players do all-star voting. But I feel like you need to give them a pool yeah. of players because if you don't give them a pool, they're going to just pick somebody on their team. Sure. True. I, True. Think, I think you got to give them, like, all right, they're not gonna give you a list and then you'd be like, all right, I love like here in Dallas, they'd be like, I'm putting Derek Lively in there. Yeah. Cause how important he is to us. Yeah. yeah. And Derek Lively is very important for the man. Not an all-star. He's not star. all-star. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> let's just Facts. get this shit. <laughs> Come on, bro. Facts. But um, I think that I think I, I would love to see it go that way where it's a it's a pool and uh you got coaches and players. Uh, pick between and I would say there's there's some that are non-negotiable
2: yeah you know what I'm saying
0: 100% maybe you just do like alright we can't decide between t- these two players who would you pick yeah and then go from there Facts. you see what I'm saying I, I I feel like that'd be cool that'd be very transparent and then do the fan shit for the reserves Facts. not saying it's like a, not a big deal but do it for that yeah I think that'd be a lot easier but yeah, I think, JB, you having one hell of a season, brother. Mm-hmm. Keep doing your thing. You all-star for sure. That's that's a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Knicks are going to have two. Him and Julius for sure should be all-stars. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: I, it's,
0: it's crazy to see how efficient these guys are shooting right now.
2: It,
1: I mean, offense right now is at an all-time high.
0: All-time high. Like, you really would think guys really – I, I, I say this all the time. You really can't guard anyone. You just really have to try to contain them and make make them work as hard as they can and hope they miss. Yeah. Because guys are so they have worked on their craft so much that not much bothers them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's that's what they work all summer for. Mm-hmm. So so they're not worried about you. Mm-hmm. So I think that's something that is uh just taking the league by storm. Like, dudes are just shooting the ball at a high, high clip.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Speaking of, uh, before we get off to something else and we already on the East, what do you think about the uh, Milwaukee situation? Uh, Adrian, Adrian Griffin. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I was on that, I was on the Milwaukee team. Bud was the coach at the time. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and this kind of goes into just superstars in general, but if the superstars that you have on the team, and when I say superstars, I mean, right now we're talking about Giannis, who is a a once-in-a-generation talent, could go down as top 10 players of all time, like all that kind of stuff. Mm
2: -hmm. If he doesn't rock with the coach and the coaching staff, then that
1: coach is not going to be there yeah. for very long. Yeah, it's just how the NBA works. Yeah, um, and then you throw Dame in there. I mean, there was a bunch of stuff circulating. It was saying that it was Dame who couldn't really mesh with Griffin, and you know, then Giannis came out saying, "I'm super cool with him. He'd come to my wedding. All this sort of stuff." Somewhere in there, one of those two didn't rock with how yeah he was coaching. Yeah. You know, and that's just the way that this business works, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, what's crazy to me is they were still winning games. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that, was, mm-hmm. They were still having success, but obviously there was a disconnect there. And from what I've seen, if they call him big fella, if big fella didn't like him, they had to figure something out and they wasted no time, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wasted no time.
0: Yeah. That's why, that's why I rock with Justin. Because we got to have the political, <laughs> professional way of saying it. I'm going to give it to you real rap, bro.
2: Giannis
0: and Dane, they wasn't rocking with him. They wasn't f***ing with him. If the head honcho, if Giannis Atomokupo sat there and said, I love Adrian Giffen. We're not firing him. We're gonna figure this shit out. He would still He's be still the there. coach today. One hundred percent.
1: One hundred percent. He would still be the coach today, and probably sign an
0: extension. They would give him an extension today. Mm-hmm. If Giannis is like, yo, I'm staying here as long as Adrian Griffin is here. How long you want to sign? Here's your checkbook. <laughs> Here's the checkbook. You sign for whatever, what, what, what you want. Come on, bro. And, and to Giannis's defense. They might still be cool. Like there's mm-hmm. there's situations. I'm cool with people off the court. 100%. You know what I'm saying? Can't stand you on the court, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like that that's what that's what it comes down to. It just, it just did mesh well.
2: Yeah. That's all
0: it was. It didn't mesh well. It'd be like, ah, it's just not gonna work, bro. Mm-hmm. Not gonna work. At the end of the day, it is what it is. And he still might he might be invited to the wedding. That's cool. Yeah. But it just it didn't go well. And now. They got a new coach coming in, Doc Rivers, mm-hmm. who I personally believe is not a bad coach. I mean, at the end of the day, ran into some situations where they just couldn't get over the hump. I mean, is it Doc's fault?
1: You know it always falls back on the coach. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm like,
0: is Doc playing?
1: But I mean, the the issue is, man, you you brought you bring in Griffin, who's a first-year head coach mm-hmm. to a team that has solidified, bona fide superstars. So either he's going to come in and he's going to try to coach his way or he's going to fall in line mm-hmm. with how things have already been done. Yeah. Right? And just try to give his Yeah, and, two and you step in a little bit and say this, say that. You mm-hmm. try to put in maybe your system a little bit. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's not what he was doing. Mm-hmm. He was obviously trying to bring in new regime. I'm here. I'm the head coach. For sure. That's not flying. Yeah. So now you bring in a Doc Rivers who everybody wants to say, oh, he's never won anything, all this sort of stuff. But he's been with all stars and superstars and Hall of Famers yep. already. Yeah. So now all he has to do is come in, maybe give the template template of what he thinks mm-hmm. is going to work, mm-hmm. and then sit back and let everybody else rock out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like people really think, oh no, this guy here, he's going to be a great fit. He might not mesh with the superstars. Mm-hmm. Superstars might not be chill, laid back. I take, for instance, in Boston, bro, Joe Missoula. Mm-hmm. He was a first-year coach last year, but JT and JB are laid-back superstars, especially JT. Mm-hmm. He don't need a lot. Mm-hmm. So if you have a guy that comes in, and and Joe tried to come in, and he, you know, kind of put his stamp there in in the organization, they can deal with that. Mm-hmm. They're not guys who are like, oh no, this ain't what we're doing. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's a matter of fit, bro. People sure. really think that you can just slide somebody into a position sure. and it's going to work. And it's like, no, it might yeah. not fit.
0: Yeah, there, there are, there are two things. There are coaches, and coaches who can coach superstars.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know what I'm saying? Like, when you coach a superstar, you got to be able to understand personalities. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's the personality of God? This personality of JT and JB. They like to be coached. Yep. They don't mind getting coached. Do they want freedom? Yes, but yep. like, they want to be coached to a certain extent. Like, be held accountable. Mm-hmm. Um. I can't speak for many other people because I don't I don't know their personality head like I do those two. And Loka don't mind to be coached. There's a different level of it, but like he doesn't mind to be coached. You tell him what it is. He just wants everything to be reciprocated both ways. Like, you want me to help you, you help me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. let's do that. Mm-hmm. Um, like there there's different ways to go into it, but I think that's that's the biggest thing out of that situation. Like, you brought you you're bringing in a guy with Doc who's had superstars before yeah. and at the highest level. You, know, you had Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan, Joel Embiid, uh, James Harden. Shit, damn! Like, he's had those superstars, yep. and he he's a good he's a good uh, coach to have for those guys. I think. I think it's gonna I think it's gonna work out a little bit. I think they just gotta. A couple of personnel things that they just got. I
1: think I think it's more their roster, yeah. than
0: coaching staff. Yeah, I think, I think they just got to figure a couple of things out on yeah, that yeah. part. But going back to roster, shit, They had the USA uh, um, finalists come? What would you call it? Finalists or
1: it was like the player pool or yeah. whatever. Yeah,
0: USA player pool or something like that. That's that's tough. That's a tough job, man. Like, you got your guarantees, yep. right? You got 12-man roster, correct? 12-man, right? 12-man mm-hmm. team USA, yeah. Braun, KD, guarantees.
1: hmm Go ahead and put Steph in there.
0: Steph, Steph said he's playing, Steph right? Steph and Embiid. Yeah, Steph and Embiid. Yeah, so Embiid, Steph, KD, Braun, guarantees. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna be honest. I think JT's a guarantee. I was about to say, I think he's, I think he's in that role. JT's in a guaranteed. Um, <laughs> Ant- is Anthony Davis playing? Uh, I don't know if he said he is or not. Was he? He's definitely in the pool. No way he's not in the pool. I
1: mean, he's he's me personally. He's a perfect.
0: Yeah, like Olympic, if he plays, he's in big. Yeah, like you have Joel Embiid and Anthony Davis. Yeah. Who's scoring on the Come paint? On, bro. No defensive three seconds. uh Edwards got to be there. Yeah, I was gonna say that. I think you got to add Ant. I think you do have to. I add. think Ant's in there, so that's six. But then after that, low key, it's open though. Because then you uh, honestly, because
1: people don't realize too that it's international fit. basketball mm-hmm. is so much different. Mm-hmm. Now we also have the most skilled players in the world. Yeah. In the NBA. Yeah. So they can kind of fit into something, but. After you get past those guys, it's like, okay, who fits behind those? Yeah. Two guarantees are Paul George and Kawhi Leonard if they're healthy. Yeah. Does Kawhi go to the Olympics? No, he said he wants he to. He wants go. to. Oh, yeah, Kawhi's he's automatic. Kawhi is in. in. Paul George are both. Yeah, both. Yeah, Okay, so
2: that's eight. If you, if you throw Ant and AD in there already. I think you got to put Book in there.
0: Love book. I think you got to put book in there. That's nine. Well, you have two bigs? You need another backup, PG. I
2: mean, Tyrese or JB? Is JB
0: in the pool? JB, Dame, Ty, uh, Tyrese, Chris Paul, Trey Young. If Chris goes, he's in.
1: Just off of him being him, huh?
0: If Chris goes, he's in. They need the Jason Kidd type of yeah, he'll be the J kid. Just to run the and like I said, been there before. He knows the game. So that's nine. That's 10. 10 with Chris. Um, I don't think you need another big.
1: Yeah, because you can play Braun. Because you can
0: play Bron, You're going to play Braun at the four, Katie at the four, Kawhi at the four if you need to. Like. Those are some big wings, bro. I don't know. I mean, Abby Davis does that. But I, don't know. I don't know. Um, it's ten. I don't Last know. two spots are open. It's open, bro. Last two spots are like you. That's the tough part about going into it, bro. It's like it. You're going, but you're you know who's in.
1: Yeah, I mean, because it's what forty something players in the players pool. Yeah. yeah,
0: and it's and two. I guess it'd be four spots, depending if AD. And Chris play. Yeah. And then, granted, if bearing no injuries, knock on wood. But, like, yeah, it's a good team. It's a, Even with that. You know what's
1: crazy? My my brother literally, I think it was yesterday, he asked me. He was like, because we were talking about, like, the Redeem team and the Dream team, who's the better team between the two. Yeah. So then we started naming some of the guys who are in this player pool. Mm. And he was like, but, bro, there's some – like, there's a lot of names. Like, you talk about those top six to eight guys that we talked about. Mm-hmm. And I was like, the only difference is they're way older Yeah. than, like, the redeemed team was. Yeah. But that team still, it don't matter what the age is, bro, that team can beat every international. I don't care how good the international teams are at this point. You bring those guys together to win, they can beat every team by 20, bro. 100%.
0: Like, that can be, like, the old... 100%. USA They should teams. dominate. Like... And I think that's what it came down to with everyone wanting to play because the past couple of years, is like, all right, have the world caught up. All yeah. right, let's go and put this shit on. Let's go the ahead. Yeah. And, uh, let's go ahead and... Um, put this shit to rest. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? I'm done, I'm done playing around yeah. with the shit. Yeah, yeah. But, no, I, I think it's going to be very interesting. I'm looking forward to it, man. I'm looking forward to it. Uh Tripping, he's in. I'm tripping. Is he,
1: is he in the player pool? He
2: is. Here's a surprising list obviously, I'm a Warriors fan, but Draymond Green's a two time Olympian. Gold medalist, and he's not in
0: the pool. Is that controversial? Uh, Draymond not being in it. I mean, they said why
1: they said why it was, though.
0: Yeah, they said because of the stuff that's been going on. Oh, all the controversy. yeah, all the controversy, yeah. which I don't know <laughs> that has to do with any, whatever. Like, the dude's a winner. Yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, like, he's a competitor. I don't know what the f*** that has to do with anything, but. Shout out to our amazing partner, PrizePix, the daily fantasy sports game. I need y'all to go to Prize Picks right now and support Run Your Race and use the code RACE. It only takes 60 seconds to submit your entry and make your picks.
1: At Prize Picks, you only play against the numbers and nobody else. You pick two to six players, you pick more than or less than, the stat projections, and that's it. Prospix Picks is easy to play. Even though my Cowboys is out, I'm still up this year.
0: Shout out to Prospix. Picks. And it gets even better. Prospects Picks offers weekly promotions such as Taco Tuesday that offer 25% off on player projections. Go to prospix.com race and use code race for a first deposit match up to $100. Uh, We'll leave that alone. Speaking of the Warriors, though, man, Bob Myers spoke about something on um, TV the other day about Jalen Brunson, and it's very interesting to hear. And it was, it made a lot of sense to me, and it probably made a lot of sense to you. Jay Wright called every, M- most NBA uh, executives and GMs and was just like, why are y'all not paying attention to Jalen Brunson? And he was just like, he's small, he's not gonna be able to post post up in the league like he does in Villanova. He told them he's the best player on our team. They had Mikael Bridges, Josh Hart, uh, Dante DiVincenzo, and he's a bona fide winner. Just what he is, he's a winner.
2: In your opinion, why, does winning not turn the needle
0: as much anymore,
2: in your opinion? See, this is where the whole political <laughs> – hey, I told you. This
0: is
1: where the political side <laughs> I can kind of throw out the window. Yeah. <laughs> um. I think, for one, we've got people making decisions that have never played basketball before. Mm-hmm. Um, So for them, they throw a bunch of numbers into a computer and look and see what the numbers come out as, as the best lineups and the best productions and this and that. Mm -hmm. Winning has so many different layers to it. Mm -hmm. Yes, you need talent. You need the stars. You Mm -hmm. need the guys who can go average 30 and 20 and the big time guys. Yeah, But winning also means the locker room has to be intact. Mm Mm-hmm. Winning also has to mean that all of those personalities we were just talking about on the bench, bro. Mm-hmm. All those personalities on and off the floor have to fit together.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And if you've never played basketball before, if you've never been on the court with four other guys mm-hmm. that are, might have different beliefs than you, might mm-hmm. think differently than you, but you somehow rally everybody together to mm-hmm. win games. If you've never done that, mm-hmm. Then you're not going to be able to put a team together mm-hmm. that wins. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and like you said, you and I are in the both. When it comes to this situation, we're in the same exact boat. Mm-hmm. We've won a national championship at Carolina. Mm-hmm. We've been a part of winning more in the league. We haven't even necessarily been like a huge part of on the court consistently. Yeah, winning. Mm-hmm. But I personally believe that winning follows people. And the kinds of people that you have matters whenever it's time to win games. And I think that's the biggest issue is people look beyond that. They Mm -hmm. don't pay attention to the locker room. They don't pay attention to how guys are on a daily basis, how consistent guys are, whether it's Mm -hmm. putting in work or just Just their attitudes. The same person. Every single day. Day in and day out. Mm Mm-hmm. They don't pay attention to that yeah they pay attention to the numbers that these guys can put on they pay attention to what they can what they think they can be exactly and mm-hmm. not just okay this guy here he's been around winning he's been around people that have accomplished things yep. you know what I mean mm-hmm. and he's also been in situations where he hasn't played yet he's not a cancer to the team mm-hmm. so it's like I think that's why people I think that's why it's so hard to find winning organizations and winning teams. And teams are and organizations are always looking for that next big superstar mm-hmm. to win. Yeah. When really if you look at Denver, they've got obviously Big Fellow in the middle who's all-time great. Mm-hmm. You got Jamal Murray. Mm-hmm. After that, they've got guys who have just
0: been consistent, bro. Mm-hmm. KCP, he's been consistent on a winning team. Winning team. I can't remember a bad team. I mean, that one Lakers team that he was on. Other than that, he'd been a winner. That's it.
1: Aaron Gordon, they brought him over and were able to get him to buy into just
0: winning Mm -hmm. habits. But he was a winner before. He was just on a bad organization with the Magic at the time. Now he's – he won before that. Like, I know AG's a competitor. He wants to win. He wants to win everything. But at the same
1: time, time, it's like then you've got Michael Porter. You've had him – Mm -hmm. be able to buy in you've Mm -hmm. got other guys and they've been together for five plus years
0: Mm -hmm. and they they're only bringing people in who are bought in on that's it you know what i'm saying but
1: people think it's like oh well no we we just need that third or fourth superstar it's Mm -hmm. like no no no. these guys have two stars on their team yeah everybody else is just great in what they do and their role and they're at the Mm -hmm. top of the west again this Mm -hmm. year it's like so that's what I think it is. I think we have people making sure. decisions that, yes, you have some good GMs. You've got some people that know what they're doing. But you've got a decent amount of people that don't yeah. have that concept of yeah. what it's like
0: to be a true I'll give you one player. story. I talked to Coach Williams the other day, and hopefully he doesn't mind me sharing the story. But Coach Williams uh, told me a story about Greg Popovich and Jacques Vaughn playing for the uh, San Antonio Spurs. Jock Vaughn was with the San Antonio Spurs. They played a year. I don't know if they won it or not, um, but Jock Vaughn was on the team. And he was, uh, who is the head coach for the Brooklyn Nets right now. Basically, uh, Greg Popovich, after the season was over, there was an exit meeting. Went into the exit meeting of Jock Vaughn's. And as everybody, if you don't know, an exit meeting is every player meets with the GM, um, Sister GM. I don't know. Sometimes head coach, you ever had the yeah, head coach head coach has been there a few times. Uh, sometimes the head coach is in there, and you just talk about the season and what they think will happen the next year, blah, blah, blah. So Greg Poppins comes into Jock Vaughn's uh, exit meeting and says, I don't care who you bring back at all. He's coming back. And made sure he was – it's Jock Vaughn. Does anybody <laughs> else – here watching this knew Jock Vaughn played for the San Antonio Spurs. People in San Antonio probably knew and no disrespect to Jock Vaughn but no one no one is like He wasn't a household name. He wasn't a household name but Greg Popovich knew how important Mm -hmm. he was to that team more than just what he did on the court. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? He showed the work ethic. He showed that he's going to come in consistent every day and bring energy. Like that little shit mattered. You know what I'm saying? So That was so cool to hear and understand. Like, there are people out there who understand that. Yeah. And it's a, it's a, clearly he was like, Of course you bring Timmy and Manu and Tony and them. Like, but at the same time, he understood the value of a guy like that. And I think that was huge. And just to piggyback on what you said, I I, I totally agree. Like, it's frustrating. Um, I've been a winner my whole life. And I'm not afraid to talk about it but I've been a winner. Wherever I have been, I've won. Dude, I thought I was going to the Nets, and I'm not afraid to say it. I thought it was going to suck, and I was going to get my opportunity to play. I'm like, oh, this is perfect. I'm going to be able to play. No, we were good. But I wasn't playing. But I did my role, and I was giving my team energy. Bro, they kept bringing me back. They kept br- like I was in the G. I would play a G League game, and you can ask anybody on that team. They used to say, we need Theo back. We need Theo at the game. So they I would play a game. They would put me in the first team smoking. And I'd be back at the back with the Nets. Every, every fing game. Because I, I I in my role at the time, I just knew what I wanted what I had to do to help the team win. And that's all I cared about. Mm-hmm. And that's where I get lost on what is going on. And the crazy part is the most mind blowing part is we can hoop too yeah. you know what i'm saying like, exactly i i there's time yes do i play great every single game but i'm pretty sure 90% of the time if you throw me in there i'm doing something mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying i'm doing something productive
1: and you know that you're you're going to go out there and do what you do yes
0: and impact winning exactly i'm going to help us some way sort of fashion to help us win mm-hmm. and that's all i hope to uh get out there and hope people see down the line, like pay attention to why he might be really good, but why do they suck? Mm-hmm. Why is the team terrible? If he's that good, why is Lucas so good? Because he helps his team win games. Yeah. Regardless exactly. of what you say about Luka Doncers on defensive end, he does enough for his team to always be in the playoffs and win games. hmm his first time missing playoffs was last year. Yeah. And that's because they chose to. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> he chose to. You know what I'm saying? Like at the end of the day, he's a fucking bona fide winner and he's won his whole fucking life. Yeah. Like you gotta pay attention to shit like that. So I agree with that. And um just to even piggyback on that, um Hong might cry a little bit, but look at him, he's crying already. I, was, I know y'all can't see him, but he's crying already the Warriors it's tough but it had it, there was a str- struggle was coming upon yeah. them at some point
2: point.
0: Mm-hmm. and I really don't think it's I wouldn't say it's like there it's just the inconsistency of this lineup right now mm-hmm. Draymond's been so in and out you can't catch a rhythm you got Chris Paul he got hurt mm-hmm. now you gotta restart that when he gets back like it's a tough dynamic. It's tough to see because they've been so great yeah. for so long. And you you really thought with the type of shooting they had, you never thought it would ever end. You never thought it. Because you always think
1: that shooting will just never yes. it'll never stop being dominant.
0: And the I would I would say one of the biggest things I would say is uh, is more of the not fear factor of them anymore. Yeah. Like, everyone believed, okay, we can beat them. You see what I'm saying? Like, we know we have a chance of beating them. Yeah. And there there comes a point when back then, he was like, <sighs> third quarter run around. You hated it. You hated it. He was like, oh, shit. You were just, it was a matter of when. Yeah. When was it going to happen? And they're still in games. Yeah. They still have chances to win games to just. Not finishing them at the highest level that they used to. Yeah. I mean, I I think it's it's a mix of all of it, bro.
1: All those guys are getting older. Clay went through all those injuries he went through. Mm. But I think going back to the winning, bro, people never really talked about him, but having a guy like Iggy Mm -hmm. on the bench, little thing, all those years. Yeah. Like, obviously, Draymond's gone through whatever he's gone through this year. So he's kind of been, you know, in and out of the locker room and with the team and things like that. But it seemed like he was kind of the one that kept, you know, you see all these things circulating about, you know, Kaminga is unhappy with his role. And, Mm -hmm. you know, Steve Kerr has had conversations with, you know, young guys and all this kind of stuff. And it's like, you didn't really hear about that when Iggy was there. And when Draymond was like really fully in with the team, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's like, those are winning things, Mm -hmm. you know, like whether it's, Iggy's talking to Jonathan Kaminga each and every day, like, hey, bro, you just gotta wait your turn. This is the way the league is. This is, but your turn is gonna come. And Mm -hmm. when it comes, it's gonna be really important for us. Like, Mm -hmm. just little things that people don't see behind closed doors, when you take that away, then it's like you just open up the doors for anybody to talk, anybody to feel any sort of way. Like, and so I think it's just, and like you said, it's to to win, you have to be very lucky. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and I mean, you look at the freaking el- the Clippers when the Clippers are healthy. We've talked about this. When the Clippers mm-hmm. are healthy, that team is so hard to beat.
0: And, that, and that's where I was going to go next, because like player led teams are the best teams. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like coaches do their job. They put the schemes in, they put the game plans in, which are very, very important. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like when you're able to hold each other accountable and no one gets in their feelings. That's when you're at your best. Exactly, and I think that's where uh, the Clippers are right now. They got a lot of guys in that locker room who are vets, mm-hmm. uh, know what it takes to win. You got Russ, been to the finals. Uh, James itching to get to the finals. He's been in the conference finals, been that close. Kawhi two, three, two, two times. Two chips, PG itching to get there, and he got guys his role dogs to go with him, mm-hmm. and they it just rolling yeah. and you got some young talent with them with Terrence Mann ready to go and uh i mean even Amir Coffee like you know what i'm saying like he's playing well because he's just playing his role he, Zubox he just been Zubox rolling Zubox, nobody talks
1: about Norman Powell no shit Norman Powell's a bucket i mean think think about that think about how many like really stars and personalities that is it's a lot of personality and yet you haven't heard of any issues mm-hmm. going on as far as like I want this, yeah. I want more of this, but it wouldn't have
0: worked until now. Yeah, because they've all done what they needed to do. True, they all have gotten what they wanted to get. They have gotten paid. They've they had a taste of being the star. They've been the star. They've been the superstar. They've been the guy. Now they want to win. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? They're Like mm-hmm. this is they. I think they all feel it. This is my best chance of winning. Yeah, with this squad I, I'm on right now. So they want to make the best of it, and yeah. they they have balled in, bro. Like like I like I, I've talked about it before. Shout out to Russ, bro. Like it it shouldn't go untalked about of the commitment and the oh. the unselfishness he has uh, provided on this team, and it's it's been unbelievable. Unbelievable. But um, let's pivot, huh? Let's pivot. We're gonna talk about some NFL. Me and Justin, big time NFL guys. Um, granted, we only got fucking two weeks left. But yeah, <laughs> it's a little. Boring. I uh. I'm a Ravens guy. Ravens and Washington fan. Let's go ahead and get it on. There we go. I like there both teams. Thank you. Thank you. I like both teams. Thank you. But my Ravens are still in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And Lamar Jackson is clearly the MVP. He oh, has ran away clearly? with that. Clearly? So, clearly? Clearly the MVP. And it's not even a question. I don't know about So clearly, man. Who else? You know who else? You're
2: to say that. Big four. Big four. Come
1: on. Hey, that if anybody doesn't shit. know, you should know. Next year of the Cowboys year.
0: Hey, <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey! does anybody that's a Dallas fan that watches our show even believe that Dak's an MVP? No, you don't. He's in the race. I, I could be in the race. I could put myself in the fucking race. No, you can't. I, I can't, but shit. Still, they know. But, hey, Lamar's clearly the MVP. <sighs> I got the Ravens win the Super Bowl. I think they are the best team in the NFL, like up and down, defense, offense.
2: I think we both can agree with that. I mean, I'd, I'd be willing to argue that the Niners are right
1: there with them.
0: No, I do agree. I'm just saying head to head. You, I mean, I got Niners, Ravens. Uh, I mean, I, I love
1: Lamar, and I love that Baltimore team. I love them. I, I just think personally— When I have watched the Niners when they've been healthy, they don't have a single hole in their in their team. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm to be completely honest. I honestly think this Detroit Niners game is going to be really close. I think it is. I think the Niners going to end up winning just because they're at home. I think Detroit is really good. Mm -hmm. I think they're really good. I think their secondary will be the reason they don't win. This week. Mm. That's the only reason I give the Niners the edge. But I do think the uh Ravens uh Chiefs game is gonna be close. But I think the Ravens gonna end up pulling now because they're home also. But I think the Ravens gonna end up winning it all, in my opinion. It's just
1: you no, know, it's hard. It's hard yeah. to go against that light-skinned guy in yeah. Kansas City. We could just, we could
0: just, we could just predict Super Bowl right now. Who's gonna be in the Super Bowl? And then next week we can talk about who winning it.
2: I mean, I'll go with the same Niners and Ravens. Okay. And I'm gonna stick with NFC because my Cowboys supposed to be right there.
0: They suck.
1: I'ma go twenty four to seventeen Niners in the Super Bowl.
0: We'll predict the Super Bowl next week.
1: Okay, that's fine. I'm I'm putting put my stamp down right now.
0: Here, bro. That's sick. Sick work. That was that sick. But hey, listen, once again, we appreciate y'all coming on, man. It's another episode of Run Your Race with my boy Jay Jax. Um, listen, we coming to you weekly. Uh, we're gonna talk about up-to-date topics. If y'all got anything we y'all want us to talk about, let us know. Um, hit hung up, hit the run your race uh um Instagram. Um do we got a Twitter? No, hit title Twitter. Uh, just hit Title Leaks Twitter and then uh we'll answer all questions, any questions y'all have. Oh, before we go, we fucking tripping. Them Tar Heels hooping. Them boys balling. Balling. Dude,
1: you cheated. <laughs> Y'all did cheat. I ain't going to lie. That was a bad, that was some bullshit. bad call that Wasn't a game.
0: That wasn't a foul, bro.
1: Now, big fella from Clemson got to finish that layup at the end of the it game. It should have been an M1. Has to finish that layup. Yep. You
0: finish that layup, you go up, what, two? No, it would have it's, it's a free been... throw? Yeah, it would have been a and then it would have been a tie game. Tie game. It's would have could have should have could have would have at that point. At the end of the day, the back you don't call that at the end of the game. No, but big game next week, uh, Carolina Duke game, and we're looking forward to that. Uh, next time we get on, the game would been happen, so we'll give a recap on that. So, uh, <laughs> just know we with all, all that, we with all that smoke. All smoke. of it, but. Shout out to the boys. Y'all keep doing y'all thing. Stay healthy and keep keep hooping, man. Keep playing together. You got a really good team. Right. But like I said, shout out to everybody for supporting Run Your Race. We uh we appreciate the love and we're gonna keep doing this shit weekly, and we're gonna keep getting better with it. And we appreciate all the love. And shout out Prize Picks again. Y'all know what to do. Use the promo code RACE. helps it out tremendously. And keep doing it. Peace.